0: hey ladies it's your favorite dating coach here do these titles sound familiar at all Uh, what to do until love finds you secrets of an irresistible woman
1: what are the three biggest mistakes women make in relationships
0: (laughs) hey what's up ladies so today i'm going to show you guys 10 ways to make a guy weak for you so how do you become a high value woman that men will never want to leave you're
1: smart you're sexy you're confident and you still make mistakes, it's all good.
0: Summing up, a year and a half ago, she says she was fat, broke, and miserable. Now she's happier than ever. How'd she do it? I know all the mistakes I made. I know all the mistakes women allowed me to make. Mm -hmm. And I put them in a book for you. So, you know, I mean, look, I like that part, women allowed you to make the mistake. Yeah, women allowed me to make a lot of these mistakes. Because
1: you you say women, we teach people how to treat us.
0: If you don't have your standards intact and you allow me to come in and exact mine and then you come up on the short end, that's really my fault now? Or maybe, so it's it's their fault?
1: or, Or maybe you just shouldn't be a
0: jerk, Steve Harvey. Da da da, da da da. The Joneses meet. The Flanderses.
1: <laughs> and welcome back to Land Your Man. That is the <laughs> perfect <laughs> intro into this episode. And it's only our eighth time doing it. So Exactly. This week Sorry. we're obviously doing Steve Harvey who hosts Family Feud. So <laughs> hopefully we won't get sued if we use that jingle. But there you go. Hi, Delia. Hi, Carlinel. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm uh, it's incredibly hot and I feel very low energy, but I think that you and I we have the stuff and we're going to we're gonna help each other through this. We have the pizzazz.
0: We have the pizzazz. And the moxie. Yes. What else do we need pizzazz? I could and use a moxie. slice. I could use a slice of cake, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh god. I would love
1: some cake. I'm trying to be good. I don't know what that means. I've said that for the last forty five years. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying um, to be good, which means what? But if there was, sweat, was cake no in sugar, front of me, I guess. Sure, but
0: if there was cake, you probably front of eat me, it. I'd eat it. Okay, let's be honest. So tell me about your week. Let's see. This week I've been moving and it's been hot and rough, yeah. but it's almost over. So that's a silver lining there. I've bought most of IKEA.
1: So oh, that's god. cool.
0: Been doing a little assembly. Oh dear god. Yeah. That is like my
1: worst nightmare.
0: It's not so, now I'm now I'm becoming old hat at it. <laughs> old hat but still with a purpose and um, I just kind of decided to change up my whole decor. Mhm. So, and then because I used to live with my aunt and uncle, I didn't really need to bring a whole lot of stuff cuz they already had a furnished room. Right. And I did not move into a home with a furnished room, so I needed some things. <laughs> so just getting shit together. And it's a lifelong process as it turns out. <laughs> but hopefully um, hopefully is... like physically I'll be in one place by the next time we record. Fantastic. fingers it doesn't crossed not affect me I've been remotely, but I hope like that that's the month. case. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. How has your week been, I will take face? good thoughts. My week has been very
1: long. I So this is my first week kind of off in five weeks straight of just going, going, going. We had the Emmy Awards. We had my best friend's wedding. I had a real estate conference. I had Gay Pride. I had Comic-Con. And now I don't have an event lined up. For a month and I'm keeping it that away
0: because I'm exhausted my god I could not do your schedule there is no way I would have politely declined 75% of those things that you just (laughs) you know I would have gotten out of them somehow
1: I live by the theory that you can sleep when you die because Mm. it's not I don't really have a fear of missing out are you sure I wanna experience things. Oh, okay. And I you know, I spent a lot of years caring for my mom and there were a lot of things I had to say no to. Continually being invited to different things, events and I no I can't, you know? And now I can. So I'm on it. Do it to it, girl. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Yeah, no, I I I love I love doing all these things, but I am tired and I am gonna take a little break. A little breather for the next couple weeks and uh, just focus on the podcast focus on my career and getting
0: some rest very nice yeah
1: yeah i had a a little bit of a relapse this week oh are this... you back drinking again <laughs> basically yes <laughs> except man juice <laughs> okay <'Cause... laughs> but it
0: was so gross <laughs> It's the truth. Okay. As long as it's the truth. But
1: it's okay. I'm back in a group setting, <laughs> getting help <laughs> for my addiction.
0: <sighs>
1: no, you know how there's those people that come into your life and you can't. You know it's not right, and you just, you can't shake
0: it. Yeah. No, I have no idea what you're. You don't speaking know what of. that means. I know. Okay, well. So I've always there... known straight away, and then have ended it. So.
1: There might be one one or two people listening that know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, I, yeah, this was a week of learning lessons and a week of me basically telling myself to stop being stupid and to move on. So that's the plan. Anyway, um, (laughs) without going into details, let's talk about the book. Yes, let's. So what do we have to do? We have to
0: act like a lady and think like a man? We have to act like a lady and think like a man, as told to us by Steve Harvey. Okay. How do we do it? What do we do? Well, of course, and you know, now we've like read enough books where it's like, oh yeah, now you're going to say this, and now this is going to happen, and now this is... So I kind of know the plot of this movie going Mm -hmm. into it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What I love about Steve Harvey, very conversational. So it's like you're chatting it up with him. I don't know. I guess I imagine maybe his living room. Maybe he has a really nice back patio. I don't know. (laughs) But you two are enjoying some iced tea. Okay. And he's like, hey, girl, here's what's up. So first, of course, we have to understand men
1: to yeah. think
0: like them that's what they all say <laughs> exactly and i'm like i'm tired of understanding men but <laughs> here we go so first thing he says that men need he they need the three p's i also okay. like how books like break it down like this they need to profess okay which means he's gonna he's gonna introduce you as his woman if he introduces you as anything else, just by your name, a friend, he don't got those kind of feelings for you. Okay.
1: Got it. Been there, so, done that. Uh-huh. So uh-huh.
0: yes, I've I've had a lot of this is <laughs> my friend Dilia. Yeah. Pleased pleased to meet you. So second P is provide. Okay. He needs to feel like he can provide for you. Okay. Never So never he brought up that. an interesting point about mm-hmm. <laughs> About some men, and they, this kind of like, I've seen this kind of happen both ways as far as there's kind of a camp that feels, yes, men need to have that to be able to provide. And other men, they want more of a equilibrium mm-hmm. between the two, the twos of yous. So mm-hmm. Steve Hart, I'm going to call it old school. I'm going to call it kicking it old school. <laughs> he says a man needs to provide so the last p is he needs to protect so when a man loves you he will defend you and stand up for you that makes sense so yeah all of it totes magotes makes sense all he needs this is i did love this what he needs from you love loyalty and the cookie (laughs) and he says the cookie let me guess if you're going to guess sex, I'm going to Venmo you $5 <laughs> right now because, yes, it is sex.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was an actual cookie, but I have known guys that did like
0: cookies a lot. Okay, so easily confused then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's it's sexual intercourse. Okay, right. And that was pretty straightforward. To, like, there was no big surprises really kind of in the... In this book, with the cookie, he's also a proponent of waiting 90 days to... Give the cookie. To give the cookie. Okay, I have a question about that. Yes.
1: So, in the notes that I have, it Mm -hmm. says that he says men can only
0: go a month without sex. I think that's (sighs) long-term relationship style. Okay. So, if if you're in a committed relationship with
1: a dude... Okay, so if you're dating a guy, don't give up your cookie for 90 days. He's probably getting it from someone else who was on less of a cookie ration. (laughs) 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 But if you hold out, you might get many more cookies than the girl he's screwing while he's waiting for you to... Yeah,
0: because that... that might just be the sport fishing as opposed to the keeper. Okay. Which is also its own chapter. And what's that? So, sport fishing. I think sport fishing is basically the ones, it's like a catch and release program. Uh huh. Meaning, bang it out, release them, meaning, never call them again. The keepers, Mm -hmm. however, they're the fish you keep and you gut and clean and eat for dinner. I don't know, (laughs) like, that analogy is a wackadoodle, but. I think the heat is definitely getting to my brain. <laughs> so uh, what I would like a book to kind of explain is like the chemical like shift in a dude's brain after 90 days. Like why after three months are you like, okay, here's my cookie. And they're yeah, like, I want your cookie for all time.
1: Some of the other books have said similar. Yeah. It's and like it always day, seems day, to be like, months. yeah. 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 I don't know. If anybody's listening, if you could tell us why 90 Days is the golden corral, then we would really appreciate it because... <laughs>
0: that that lovely buffet. Yeah. Yes. We would appreciate it. Because so, I don't know. I, I think it's one of those things, again, this book is definitely geared toward you're going, you're on the hunt for somebody who's going to be your husband. Okay. So this is for marriage. Yes, that's where we're trying to get to, I guess. Okay. Well,
1: some of us are. Some of us are looking. Yeah, definitely. I've, you know, though I'm finding I think that guys assume that you want to marry them way sooner than you're even thinking about that. (laughs) That's what I've been finding is that men get scared off thinking that you want more than maybe you want sooner than they should because you want to spend time with them or you enjoy spending time with them and then they get really nervous that you want a relationship when you're just trying to get to know
0: them well at the end of the day isn't that a relationship spending time together and getting to know somebody it is but it doesn't mean I don't have to call you my boyfriend
1: No, but it doesn't... But I think relationship entails commitment. And I don't Uh, want or expect a man to commit to me until we've had that conversation. And that's something that we're both on board with. But I would love it if what I'm finding is that men don't want to take the time to spend the time or to get to know you. And that could just be... a by virtue of they just don't, they're not, they're just not into you. I have found that a lot lately is that I think that it is so easy now for men to get sex. And so why put all that effort and energy into someone who is going to wait 90 days if there's somebody who's going to sleep with you, if that's all you're looking
0: for, you know? Well, yeah, if that's all you're looking for, then If that's all you're looking for. But there's a lot of dudes who are looking for more than that.
1: I'm I mean, I've stumbled that.
0: across quite a few, and I didn't want anything more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I've had to be like, nah, <clears throat> I'd rather not. Interesting. So I just think it depends on, first and foremost, timing. Yeah. I just mean, when they
1: walk in, or you walk in, and then boom, that's it, I guess. I know.
0: So I guess it's like, we'll just know it when we know it.
1: <laughs> well, that's what people say. Everybody says that, that you just know. Yeah, and, and I, all and the I people have, can't be wrong, right? I mean... All the people can't be wrong. And I, when I was with my last long-term relationship, I knew, I knew that it was something more than just, you know, screwing around or, you know, I knew that it was going to be a little bit more serious, a little bit more involved than other relationships I have been in for sure. Yeah. So, so okay. you've experienced it. It's out there. No, I have experience. Absolutely I have. But not to the extent that I still would like to you know, I want the experience of, of an actual partner. We were long distance and it was very hard. It was taxing on the relationship and it ended up not being able to work out because of it. So yeah. I'm definitely more interested now in finding somebody who's present that's a big thing for me, is presence. Yeah. Having them be in the same room with me is
0: so fun. I hear, I think it's fun. <laughs> um, I'm mostly convinced it could be a good time. It could be fun to
1: have somebody Being that I like. in the like. same room. Yeah. So what else does Steve
0: Harvey have to say? Steve Harvey has to say, ladies, have some standards. Women need to have standards. Okay. So he says this does not mean getting in a man's face, like, telling him what's up. Mm-hmm. But it does mean that kind of what to put up with and not to put up with. So. Yeah. Which is kind of in line with... It's in line with a lot of other things we've read this season about, you know, women who stand up to men. And aren't mm-hmm. just pushovers. So, ladies, don't don't be pushovers.
1: And also... With standards, I think... I remember one time, this woman that I knew, and she wasn't the nicest person that I'd ever met, and she wasn't the most attractive person that I'd ever met. Wow. Also, she wasn't the smartest person that I'd ever met. Good
0: Lord! (laughs) I'm trying really hard to be nice. And so... Your diplomacy is astounding.
1: I'm pretty good, right? So she ended up engaged and I was talking to a friend of mine about it and I was kind of being a jerk and I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't understand why some women are able to find a partner and it seems like it's so easy. And some women, of course I meant myself, Mm -hmm. are not. And my friend, he was like, well, you have something she doesn't have. And I said, what? (laughs) And he goes, standards (laughs) (laughs) and I'll never forget that because up until that point I I really kind of had it in my head that it was something I was doing wrong or something I was And he kind of he kind of flipped it and made me see like no you have an idea of what you want and you're not settling for something that's not that that's different than taking what you can get or, you know, just whatever is available. Yeah. And that takes a little bit more time. So, yeah. I, you know, and I think that that's the point of, of having standards because you have to be able to weed out people that are going to be emotionally abusive or emotionally unavailable or just unkind or, you know, whatever it is. Well, yeah, any number
0: of things you don't particularly jive with. Yeah, exactly so I think standards are a good thing but oh yeah definitely he talks about it though
1: in respect to the actual guy like have some standards about the man and I'm wondering because you can't like I know here it says it doesn't mean you get in his face and telling him what he can and can't do then how do you communicate that without coming off like you're you know the crazy woman or the dramatic woman or the pain in the ass woman directly to the man if you're asking him to almost to me it sounds like you're saying these are my standards
0: you have to change to fit into them I don't know I didn't read it that way no okay no I'm I'm trying to think like in the communication regard as far as you know communicating your standard I think women who are Women who stand up for themselves like that are a lot of times just called bitches. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I mean. And maybe, like, the guy that you're supposed to be with will be like, oh, okay, that's a strong woman, not who this bitch. Mm-hmm. So I just think, like, at the end of the day, I'm going to speak my mind. I'm comfortable being alone. So if you can't deal with that, then... That's cool. I got a lanai with my name on it in 40 years. (laughs) Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. No, I do think it comes down to that of just, you know, you saying, and it's both people. If you're not filling each other's needs, move on.
0: Yeah. Move on. And I think, you know, getting trapped in the oh, well, something will change or the more I get to know somebody it'll be different or Uh just because we want to be with someone and have someone there. Yeah. Which done that.
1: So I think so many people do that and I, I don't, I don't judge it, but it's not for me because I see what those relationships entail and I don't want that. (laughs) I don't. I don't want to just. Yeah, no. Have someone around. To have someone around, I'm not interested in that at all. No. Something I was curious about that I know he talks about is uh, why men cheat. We haven't dealt with that a lot in this. In our season so far. We haven't. But I know he talks about it. Did you get into anything with that?
0: He says. It's the simple act of sex. So the three things that they need, Mm -hmm. love, loyalty, the cookie. Mm -hmm. If they're not getting the cookie from you, they're going to go to somebody else's bake shop. So, (laughs) and that's just a primal need. And since they can have sex without emotion, which I have had sex without emotion. So I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think that's, exclusive to men but I yeah. guess like in a relationship setting if he's not getting, and he kind of goes into detail about how you get into a routine and the kids need something or the mother-in-law needs something and you both work long hours and all you want to do maybe is zone out at the television and he's like coming at you like baby 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 <laughs> and um, it's like no thanks I would just rather watch reruns of Frasier. Mm-hmm. eventually he's gonna step out yeah so I was like huh so I I was kind of surprised at like the quick turnaround time of that <laughs> that mm-hmm. like after a month that it's like well bah well right I don't but. think that that's always the case but
1: I guess yeah. that would be like the danger zone you're starting to get into you know
0: oh are you
1: we're at we're the at danger risk zone. now <laughs> yeah now we're at risk of you know being cheated on because it's been a month that's interesting though because I was in a situation with a man where he was cheating and I had no idea I dated him for several months and I found out and you know he he created an entire identity so this was more than just he was cheating however I did have the occasion to speak with the girlfriend and I apologize because I was mortified once I found out everything that was going on. And I was hurt and angry and disgusted and all of it. And when I talked to her, she shared with me that they had lots of sex. She, you know, she let me know that, which I thought I didn't want
0: to know, A.
1: And B. I, I don't
0: need to know that.
1: I thought that was interesting because it's not like he wasn't getting it at home. You know, uh, I think it was more. Yeah. I don't know if he says it's just sex fine, but I think, I think it has a lot to do with ego and I think it has a lot to do with there's a, and this is not just men. I think some people are just more selfish than others. And some people feel like their needs are more important than other people's needs. And they're willing to cross a line to have their own needs met. And I've never cheated on anyone. And I don't think that I would. So it's hard for me. It's just hard for me to understand it. When I see stories of cheating or films about cheating, I just... I just... It just shuts me down. I don't... Just the idea of it. I really... To me, it's it's like the worst thing you can do because yeah. I'd rather have a man just tell me I would like to sleep with other people and I'm the type of woman that that might not mean that we're breaking up. That might mean, oh, do you love me? Yes. Okay, well then go sleep with other women if that's what you need to do. We'll figure it out because I'm kind of, I'm, I'm open in that way but I would like to explore commitment first, you know? Yeah. But I I don't, I think that I could be in a relationship like An that. An open relationship? Not a completely open relationship, but I imagine that I would rather, if, if I'm going to be with a man and he's going to need to sleep with other women occasionally, I would rather know, I don't want to know the details. I don't want to know... You know, but I'd rather know than have him going and doing it behind my back. You know, and then also I'd like to know so that I can make a decision.
0: Well, yeah, that Uh, would be the part that I'd want to know.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I
0: could do like either we're committed and staying together or we're just not (laughs) like, I mean, I think that I mean, for me. And whatever works out there for you, dear listener, thumbs up. Well, Get it. And I think that
1: that's the ideal. And I think that that's amazing. But I think that the reality is is that th- statistics show that men cheat. They just yeah, they cheat. Women women, cheat women too. Women like, do too. All. Women cheat too. I think if they
0: could be more honest about it, it might be less of a problem well because I guess I would just want to know why like what is the I mean I think part of the reason people cheat is because there's an excitement there yeah that if you let your partner know what's going on there's no excitement so there's that like we're gonna get caught or this is illicit or well yeah if you're like hey so I'm gonna go bang it out with somebody else cool (laughs) you stay you stay here and fret about it dear and i'm just gonna go get a cheap motel room and have hot sweaty sex i'll be home in time for the evening news (laughs) don't even worry about it
1: yeah no i get i get it but i'm just i just think that that's the problem is that when there is that level of i need that kind of excitement then you shouldn't be in a relationship at all. Yeah.
0: Man, go fucking ride a roller coaster
1: or something. Just wrestle don't be a bear. In a I don't know. But I think after ten or fifteen years of marriage, people might start to get a little antsy and they might wanna
0: you Well know. yeah, you gotta keep it fresh. Then maybe you go to the freaking sex club or you like I mean, I don't I guess doing things as a couple. I don't know. I Yeah. Yeah. I've never had to, like, have that conversation with a partner. So yeah. yeah, neither have I. Hands up. I have no idea what I would do in that moment. Yeah, I read this thing today
1: that said, you know, choosing a partner is not just choosing someone to marry. You're choosing someone to raise children with. They're going to ask you over the course of your life how your day was upwards of nine Thousand times, Ugh. you're going to be sitting across from them for meals, you know, however many times in your lifetime. Like, choose wisely.
0: Choose well, somebody. Yeah, that you you're want. hitching your wagon to another human, which is like the least predictable thing ever. Yeah, and especially yeah. like kids. Like I've now like being older and kind of watching how my parents get along after being divorced for so long. Mm -hmm. They still have to be in each other's lives, even after all these years. Right. Because they had two kids together. Right. There's not a choice. So. Yeah. But, yeah, navigating that, like, you know, 40 years later, it's just kind of an interesting, like, oh, well, here we are again because we have these two little ones.
1: (laughs) What else did he have to say about it? What else? Are there? What
0: else? What else?
1: You know what we haven't talked about?
0: Oh, goodness. I shudder to think. Well, what are his qualifications to write the book? Oh, the old qualifications question. In the beginning, not like Genesis in the Bible, but (laughs) in the beginning of his book, (laughs) um, he talks about his radio show that he has. Mm -hmm. And people kind of kept calling in asking questions, relationship-type questions, and I think it's just that, just talking to people. Mm -hmm. No degree, no nothing. I think just years of observation and chatting with Joe Schmoe Public. Yeah. So. Okay.
1: So basically he has no real qualifications. No. Okay, great.
0: But I think most of the people we have read, don't have qualifications. <laughs> yeah, like two. Two of the people have had qualifications. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just curious, like at this point, as far as qualifications go, what what one would study to make them a relationship expert? Is it just the sheer volume of relationships you've been in? Or are we talking right, about like right. if psychologists kind of wrote more books about it or... Right? Is there an actual... I mean, I
1: know there's like a marriage and family therapy kind of degree that you Mm -hmm. can get. There's... I don't know. I've never looked up if there's like a course to be a relationship expert. I'm sure there is. Probably, but it How do you go about getting it? You know? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I'd love to find out because I think I would be a great relationship expert. (laughs) Is that... (laughs)
0: I was like, okay, girl, shoot for the stars if that's Listener, something you want to do.
1: <laughs> Listeners, you could not see Delia's
0: face in that moment, <laughs> but I could. I was like, whatever. Girl, I'm going to support, I'm going to low-key support you in you whatever you feel be you supportive. need to
1: do. It meant so much. Oh, my God. oh God. I am, I do want to read something.
0: Okay let me find it. Oh, I was like, when is it happening? <laughs> I just I'm just going to read something. It's fine.
1: No, I wanted to read this because I wanted to have this as a living memory of what friendship is and why we have certain people in our lives because you knew that I had a really difficult week on the relationship front hmm what I wanted to share okay hit me with it was what you had sent me and you said here's the thing I know that there's going to be a day when I stand up at your wedding and I say this day was a long time coming and it was not an easy road but I see this woman now in love and happiness with a man who looks at her how all of us want to be looked at like we are the moon and the stars And everything, all the train wrecks, the unrequited love, the missed opportunities, the heartbreak, all of it was worth it for these two to find each other. Oh,
0: that's right. I did send you that. You did. (laughs) And I just wanted to share that. I have my moments.
1: You do. You have many moments. And uh, I was just really (laughs) grateful for that in that moment because sometimes it's hard to see past the situation. It's very difficult. We get stuck in a situation and it's hard to see past it and to see the possibilities and I think one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this podcast is that each week I'm reminded. Every week there's a possibility, you know, it it's not over till it's over kind of thing. So, but I really appreciated you sharing that with me. That meant the oh. mental
0: world. Well, you are very welcome. We've known each other a very, very long time. Very, very, very. and I think we do. We get mired in just that, like. The very small scale of things that are happening that week. Yeah. And if we are incredibly lucky, we have people who are willing to pull us up out of that muck yeah. and show us that there's a bigger picture. I mean, sure. you know, we'll let you wallow for a little while, but <laughs> come on. But move on, move on, girlfriend. Shoot. No, I know. And not to say something like that won't happen again. Like, I mean, that's the thing. It's just. No, it won't. You kind of keep moving along. Well, I mean, maybe not with whoever this was, but like somebody else. Who knows? No, of course. I'm it kidding. will never happen again. Well that's, <laughs> I do enjoy your point. emphaticness. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. I mean, we also would love to learn something the first time and just nail it.
1: Yeah, but that's not the way it works, is it?
0: Not really. No. Not so much.
1: So what else about the book? Is there, are there any other thoughts that you want to share? Did you?
0: There was, <laughs> there was one other thought because I was like, well, isn't that just desserts? <laughs> <laughs> cookies. S- cookies. Strong, independent, and lonely women.
1: Okay.
0: Ding, 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 ding. So here's, here's the delightful catch 22 of being a woman dating currently. One of them. I mean, I feel like there's many. But if you are a woman who doesn't need a man, can like kind of do her own thing, be comfortable doing her own thing, protect herself, she's providing for herself, a man feels useless and then doesn't really know what he's supposed to be doing there.
1: Yeah. So, no, I know that from experience.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, so, I, I find it hard to, I guess, strike that balance, mm-hmm. because clearly, I've spent all week putting together my own fucking IKEA furniture, right? <laughs> so, right, am I just supposed to wait around with this shit in boxes <laughs> until like, so that a useful may have a project? Like, hey, yeah. I know we've been on like three dates. They've gone really well. I'm going to cook you this meal. And if you could assemble like eight bookcases, a dresser, a clothing rack, that'd be great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I'm just going to marinate this chicken. All right. So that I find women are especially... <laughs> I've said this phrase more this season. In this day and age, are kind of, like, struggling to find that balance yeah. of, you know, I do take care of my own shit because I have to. Yeah. And I don't know if I'll have a project for when that guy shows up. I'll just make something up. Be like, hey, um, I could really use that wall painted. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm so used to doing
1: everything on my own. It's very hard for me to turn things over to someone that, you know, it's... It is difficult and... I've tried to kind of give in to that a few times and I would I would say that it does it does help when someone feels like they're of use in your life. Yeah. You know. In in more ways than just the ways that on paper. Handiness? The romantic,
0: <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, I guess I mean maybe it's kind of like women. double dutch. Like you have to like really figure out like your way into that. Mhm. So, I don't know. Right now, I just don't have the mental wherewithal to even like, figure that out. Yeah. So, alas and alack, dear listener, I'm putting together my own IKEA furniture.
1: Yeah, and I think there are men, though, that respect that and that will find a balance between offering help and expecting you to accept their help. I think, you know, Yeah. surely a man can recognize if you've been independent for however many years it's not going to be so easy to just just hand over
0: the yeah they're I mean they're in the same position the tools right right I don't know do you think men are more likely though like in relationships and this is just kind of like a out there question to like hand some of that shit over be like oh yeah you can cook oh yeah you can you know and I'm definitely dividing stuff like gender wise I guess in my experience, it's been,
1: it's been assumed. Oh, okay. I grew up in the South. I well, mean, true. Yeah. I, you know, but there, there wasn't even a conversation with, you know, between my dad and my mom. It was a given that she was gonna come home, cook, clean. You know, the 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 house gen- for e. Yeah, the gender roles were strong when I was growing up, so it wasn't even. A question but I think it's way different now than it was then yeah you know and I don't live there anymore and it's a little bit different in California I think too definitely <laughs> so it's not the same mindset at all you know all right so would you recommend the book
0: I would if you like Steve Harvey I would recommend the book okay because it's like having a conversation with Steve Harvey it is kind of funny in some places but yeah, he does have a good sense of humor about it yeah
1: because I, I read Straight No Chaser and that one is really funny
0: yeah so I mean I there was nothing in there that I'm like ooh that's a game changer
1: yeah okay well great yeah
0: what's up for that. next week Carl so next week
1: is finally one of my favorite books which is called Calling in the One And I'm excited. I really like it because I feel like, first of all, her dulcet voice throughout the the recording is um, fascinating to listen to. But also, uh, she gives great advice. She gives really good advice. And she gives exercises in every chapter, which some of them I will share. Oh, good. And I think she put a lot of thought into the book. And she also spends a lot of time telling the listener why she's qualified to do the work. And I really appreciate that because this was one of the books that I listened to. And I thought, now she's been through what I've been through. So she knows what she's talking about. Where in a lot of the other cases, I'm like, you haven't been through, you know, you haven't gone gone through Mm -hmm. this, like, you know, circus wheel of (laughs) disappointment but
0: no she's my favorite ride at the circus yes
1: but i think i really like the book so one of two this entire season that that i really liked so i'm looking forward to sharing that oh cool and that will be next friday in episode 12 and then we only have two more left down there i know it's crazy it's so crazy goodness getting ready for season two we've already got great ideas for that people lined up it's going to be exciting it's going to be so So, exciting why don't you go finish um unpacking your life
0: Mm. first Mm -hmm. i'll assemble the shelving that i need to store my life on (laughs) put all of the our glarps together and then i know what did i oh the bookcases i ordered actually are called billy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, oh my god that's like the i'm like how delightful one. in the whole of ikea catalog and i want these storage racks called omar so oh maybe gosh. i'm calling in the one by ordering ikea furniture that has male names a, i have an ikea
1: lamp named hector
0: oh yeah is it a bedside
1: lamp <laughs> no it's a big it looks like a movie set lamp i love it
0: oh I Hector!
1: It. my sister bought it for me as a gift when i moved into my new place
0: nice yeah it's pretty cool yeah if all of ikea furniture could just have like dude names that'd be great yeah totally putting together my clark loving it (laughs) gotta put together my doug tonight
1: all right delia well let's wrap it up now thank you so much for coming back for another week
0: (laughs) (laughs) it whoa was there an option to quit like midway through i just tender my resignation (laughs) It's just that it's so hot. That's all. It is super hot, but you know what? I'm so miserable. Soon it won't be. I I will miss your glistening face. (laughs) It's very glistening. Until next week when it's probably even hotter.
1: Dear God. Okay, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, please email us at landyourman at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play or on our website, which is linked in our bio. And we thank you so much for coming
0: back. Thank you, listener. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye, Delia. Bye, Carla. Because really, the entire
1: thing is a massive work in gaslighting, honestly. It's, it's brilliantly done. And it's easy to see why so many women in the world are confused regarding men and dating and relationships and themselves. And there's so much, it's, it's quite overwhelming. I might curse a bit in this video because it makes me so mad. And man podcast is a subsidiary of nothing and is produced in association with no one other than Carla and Delia Knight.